This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Omyal Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. Yes, you're listening to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets, and applications. All that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world is being discussed right here on Pulse95. But this isn't any Future Talk. Hani and I are coming to you virtually connected over video chat platforms, but social distancing is definitely kept in mind because we're coming to you with Future Talk Home Edition to make sure that you're also being entertained during your quarantine period. Lots and lots discussed today and Hani is going to be telling you the latest that is going to be discussed on the show. Yes, indeed. And to make sure that doctors and nurses do not contract the novel coronavirus COVID-19, the UAE is using epi shuttles to transport severe cases of COVID-19. But we're not done yet. We're still talking about the coronavirus, ladies and gentlemen, because cyber experts are warning of a a sharp spike in criminal activity on the internet. Yes, indeed. And right here in the heart of Sharjah, Sharjah Research and Development Technology and Innovation Park is doing big things when it comes to making sure that we have enough face shields for all healthcare practitioners. So we're going to be speaking to Hassan Al Mahmoudi, who is the CEO of this technology park, who's going to be telling us all about how they're 3D printing 25,000 face shields every single week. Yes, indeed. And we're not done talking about robots. Yesterday we talked about robots, but we're going to be talking about the robot that could make COVID-19 testing faster and safer. And that's very important. The safer part is the key word here, ladies and gentlemen. And on social media, lots is happening because Facebook just launched a gaming app that had 5 million downloads in just a few hours from when it was launched. And on the other hand, Instagram wants to move all of its Insta lives uh, to its Instagram TV, which again, has not seen much traction, but maybe now with the lives moving there, it might just get a bit more popular. To find out about all these stories and more, make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ebola isolation pods. Now, you haven't heard the word Ebola in a while, thankfully, but Ebola isolation pods are great for COVID-19 patient transport. Now, in a move to safeguard the paramedic staff from the novel coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic, the UAE has actually started using single patient isolation and transport systems, which are called epi shuttles. Now, this decision was actually taken to make sure that doctors, nurses, and the rest of the medical staff are as protected as they could be since they're always being exposed to the fatal virus all day long around the clock. But the UAE has also become the first country in the entire region to actually use these negative pressure isolation epishuttles in its emergency services. Let me give you a little bit of a roundup of what they look like. So there is a bed for the patient to lay on and then there is a plastic shield that is covering this patient from head to toe. So paramedics have zero access to the patient um, unless they want to. So there are openings for the patient to be able to receive any air and 
and openings that are large enough for uh, the paramedics to be able to, uh, you know, put the oxygen mask on their faces or to check their vitals. But this is not the first time we've seen these epi shuttles. Back in the day when the Ebola epidemic was taking place, these epi shuttles were also being used um, to help protect medics when they're dealing with their patients. And they were also being used uh, to help transport infectious soldiers on the battlefield so that they can make sure that they're not catching any uh, deadly disease or any virus on the way to the hospital. But it's definitely one of many great moves that the UAE has taken uh, to help fight this pandemic. Yes, and we've seen the UAE uh, use and intensify uh, the battle against the coronavirus COVID-19 by their drive-through testing stations across the the Emirates. Now, uh, they've also actually providing medical aid to the UAE in such trying times. Now, India recently sent 5.5 million pills of hydroxychloroquine, a a medicine which is found to be effective in the treatment of COVID-19. Now, this is a great initiative by the UAE to battle the coronavirus, and we are actually doing pretty good with the testing and the infections that we do have and hopefully soon uh, we will get rid of coronavirus but something is happening Omnia in the cyber world yes indeed COVID-19 has not only infected us human beings but it has also inspired hackers and cyber criminals to go ahead and start hacking and using people's fears against them because cyber experts are now warning of a sharp spike in criminal activity. Um, We've seen it in the UAE. We've seen it with the World Health Organization. They had a lot of scams. uh, You had a lot of hackers who were claiming to be uh, members Mm -hmm. from the World Health Organization and they were definitely very successful sadly at it. Many people were afraid and they would believe any email that had the WHO logo on it. Um, But cyber experts are now warning that criminal activity online has definitely been uh, increasing since many fraudsters, many hackers are taking advantage of this pandemic. Yes, indeed, Omnia. Now, uh, just like you said, with fear uh, in in people's hearts and people scared of the coronavirus, they will literally believe anything. And hackers and fraudsters are taking uh, advantage of this position and sending out phishing emails, telling people and misinforming people about remedies that could be harmful to these people. I mean, they even revealed since the start of the COVID-19 outbreak that more people were so-called accessing the dark web, which is basically uh, uh, the internet that is... uh, not accessible to any to the normal human being the average joe you actually have to have a certain web browser to mm-hmm. download it may cost money and I it may be never free knew and- that. Yeah, and you, and you can buy a lot of things on the dark web. I personally have browsed the dark web when I was uh, around 16 to 17 years old. And I do browse it occasionally, but I don't advise, again, anyone to browse the dark web because if you're not informed and you don't know how to use it, you mm. could be on a potential risk to harm your computer and do uh, and, and let people invade your privacy. But on the dark web, they have been selling these so-called miracle cures for the coronavirus. But uh, the public is being warned, wary of using these websites pointing out the risk of data theft and financial fraud so basically a lot of people who are misinformed and scared are putting down their credit card numbers and trying to buy these miracle cures but in actuality uh, people are stealing their information and uh, and stealing from their bank accounts but uh, there's a lot of rumors going around with these medical cures and how mm-hmm. how if you drink a certain oil or 
Yeah. You, you smell it. Certain uh, scent from a candle. So, uh, suddenly, you're going to be cured of the coronavirus, but that is not the case. And uh, the UAE actually did have the highest number in the Middle East, with 1,541 coronavirus-related attacks, including 775 mal- malware threats and 621 email spam attacks, and 145 URL attacks. So, we are kind of the center right now for hackers to come and do attack because of our diverse and, and and huge community we have in the UAE. So I want you guys to stay safe and not open any type of email website that you're not sure about and always listen to the UAE to the UAE government and the UAE Ministry of Health when it comes to protecting yourself against the precautionary and preventive measures against COVID-19. Coming up we're going to be talking with Hussein Al Mahmoudi who is the CEO of Sharjah Research and Development Technology and Innovation Park and we're going to be talking about how the Innovation Park has 3D printed over 25,000 face shields a week to combat the spread of the coronavirus COVID-19. So stay tuned right here only on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnia Al-Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. And we do have someone who is not with us in the studio, but <laughs> doing an interview phone call with the CEO of Sharjah Research and Development Technology and Innovation Park, Mr. Hussein Al Mahmoudi. Mr. Hussein Mahmoudi is definitely a regular guest on Future Talk, but today we're having him on the show for a completely different topic. He's going to be telling us all about the initiative of the park of 3D printing at least 25,000 face shields every single week. Welcome to the show once again, Mr. Hussein. Thank you, Omnia. Thank you, Hani, for having me again. And uh, it's good talking to you and uh, be part of this exciting show. Thank you so much. Uh, can you, you tell us a little bit about uh, the 3D printed face shields? Uh, how is the process? How did the process start back in March, and uh, how were you able to upgrade the production from? I think it was um, five thousand a week, I believe, to twenty-five thousand. Yes, the, the, the project is basically manifest the uh, vision and the mission of the Sharjah Research and Technology Park in uh, bringing innovation and sparking uh, an innovation ecosystem within its uh, activities. And we are very uh, uh, proud and, and, and lucky to have a group of companies within the park really uh, excelling in, in, in promoting innovation. And in this specific project, we work with uh, or we partner with our great company, Amensa, which is a company that is known for their uh, innovative uh, ideas and projects uh, with relation to 3D printing. Uh, The project is uh, uh, basically a necessity. Uh, The project is something that we believe strongly uh, is a duty for the park and for our partner, Amensa, to to develop. Uh, We wanted to be part of fighting uh, corona we wanted to extend our 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 hand to uh, be a, 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 a corporate socially responsible entities and try to leverage technologies to support and address these challenges hence we uh, partnered with uh, amensa to develop uh, various type of products masks and other products uh, using 3D uh, technology uh, to basically 
help support fighting corona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can see you guys also start to print 3D print uh, connectors for ventilators. We we brainstormed what can we do, and we looked at best practices all over the world, and and we looked at the various countries and what they've been doing, and we believe that we have the talent and the capacity and the practices in the UAE to be able to produce. Mm-hmm. So the uh, ventilators, connectors, and, and, and there are other products as well, is basically to reflect that. So we, along with uh, Amensa, uh, join hand on producing these components to be able to support our healthcare system, to be able to support our security system to cope and address the challenges coming out of uh, fighting Corona. Mm-hmm. And we've definitely seen nowadays the minute you step outside the house, you need to have a face mask on and your gloves ready. Uh, which brings me to the question of what is different about these face shields? You know, they don't look like the normal blue face masks that we see. They're completely different from the N95 mask. Can you tell us a little bit about their design uh, and how much protection can they offer? So they protect more than 85 plus uh, extra protection than the normal mask. This is actually meant to be uh, worn on top of the mask. And it is really designed to professionals who are on the first line defeating Corona. So you are talking about the healthcare professionals, Mm. uh, security professionals, you're talking about people who are working in the airport because they have a lot of interaction with a lot of people. Uh, and the mask alone is not uh, enough. So they wear this uh, face shield to be able to protect them from anyone who is coughing or mm-hmm. has uh, some spreading liquid around. So that's that's an extra, basically, uh, 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 shield to protect our uh, champions in the first line. So it's basically protecting the eyes, face, and nose. And the great part about these face shields is that it reduces the risk of actually touching your face because basically you do have a shield uh, on top of your face. Well, that's absolutely uh, right, unless unless you will put your hand within your your, your the shield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you are absolutely right. You are absolutely. Right. But I think it is designed. For, for 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 as I said, for the professional people who are mm. on the first line of fighting and combating uh, Corona, and we believe that this is something, uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, important for us to to contribute to the community and to the society by leveraging technologies to support, uh, you know, uh, 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 this challenge. But also on the other hand, this is really a, 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 an opportunity for entrepreneurs and for industries to look into new alternatives for doing business, to look into new alternatives of uh, uh, manufacturing because Mm -hmm. new technologies, whether it's 3D technology or robotics or things like the artificial intelligence will bring a lot of uh, new opportunities uh, and create new industries that brings more businesses and more uh, opportunities to everyone. Absolutely. I mean, we've seen some of the biggest tech giants, Google, Facebook, they've all been pitching in in the fight against COVID-19. Another question that came into my mind is one big benefit from using 3D printing is how fast and cost effective it is. Uh, Is this evident with the production of these face masks and uh, connectors for ventilators? Absolutely. I think I think this is just one simple example, frankly, 
of how can you use 3D to uh, develop solutions. As a matter of fact, we have something else going on at the moment in the park where we are actually using uh, printing uh, 3D metal to again address address another type of challenges related to factories. Because Mm -hmm. today, for example, if you are a factory that uh, you bring the molds and your pieces from you know uh, outside UAE and with the limitation of transport you know we, you know you have a challenge so we are now printing th- metal pieces using again 3D technologies again in partnership with Amensa that can support our local industries mm-hmm. so 3D technology is is, is 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 a great technology that you can mobilize for many industries including also healthcare as well uh, I think we can all agree, Hani and I have definitely paid a visit for the park and it's absolutely yes. amazing to see how it, much it has transformed businesses, but also now it's changing the healthcare industry, especially because what we've known about Amensa is that they used to focus on creating spare parts for the oil and the gas sector. So now they've completely changed their business to help fight this pandemic. Well, I, I think I, I I don't think they really created the, they've changed their business completely, but I think they've added another uh, I would say theme or another uh, uh, line into their businesses, which really mobilizing 3D technologies to support different industries now, now like the healthcare, for example. So this is what we talk about, you know, and this is that's something that we really want to drive to the entrepreneurs and to the owners of the factories and, and businesses is to think outside the box and to see how they can leverage technologies to help support their businesses. Because going forward, there, things will be challenging and we need collectively to think outside the box. And that's why we have Charger Research and Technology Park. You, you know the saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Hussain. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add? No, thanks for uh, having me and, and, and I wish you all the best and please stay safe and uh, uh, Ramadan Mubarak basically for you <laughs> and for the audience and please enjoy this peaceful uh, month of Ramadan. It's a great Shalom. month to God that uh, that that this uh, uh, challenge that we are all going through uh, mm-hmm. is and we go back to our normal lives. Definitely. Thank you so much, Mr. Hussain. Thank Mahmoudi. you so much. Always a warm, uh, warm welcome with you on the show. We do enjoy your company. Thank you, Hania. To all of our listeners, uh, we're going to be taking a short break. But once we'll be back, we're going to be jumping right into our Tech This Out segment. So make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95. Pulse95. Tech This Out. Tech This Out. Pulse95. Now, we do love our robots right here on Future Talk, but we're going to be talking about a robot that could make COVID-19 testing faster and safer. And that is the key word here, ladies and gentlemen, and that is safer. Yes, indeed. Now, speeding up the testing process and protecting workers wherever they are at this very difficult time is the main aim here. And as we've known, robots may have had a little bit of a 
bad reputation of them taking over our jobs or uh, making or at least leaving less jobs for us in uh, the job industry. But now with this pandemic, they're rewriting history because now that we are at a risk of contracting the virus, these little machines are safe and sound and away from contracting it, which means they can help their fellow humans. One big company that is actually doing that is Bright Machines. They are leading an effort to create a robotic system that can process COVID-19 testing samples with very minimal human involvement. So that means if this lab were to autom- to complete to become completely automated using robots 24/7, that means that any testing can also be done 24/7, which definitely means the volume of tests done per day is going to rise and people are going to get their results much faster. Now, you know, we've seen different projects where people think that robots are trying to take their jobs, but in this case, they're really saving lives. They're replacing all the unnecessary manual work. And what Bright Machines, um, the company that is creating these robots, is trying to do is to create like uh, what they call micro factories. So they're combining both hardware and software to create these robots that can do multiple things. So imagine this with me. You have a robotic cell, you have a dual conveyor and a robotic arm and a vision system. So this robot can actually open all the different sized test tubes. He or he or she, it, as we would like to say, uh, can draw samples from the patient test tubes to the control tubes, and they can actually do the entire process without any humans. Yes, indeed, Omnia, you are right. That is very important. Just like we said, Omnia, we've had, we've talked about a couple of robots right here on the show, but robots are very essential in this time because you want to kind of reduce the human to human interaction and kind of up the robot to human interaction. And that's what I like about the most. But uh, this project does really highlight the importance of automation in manufacturing and in general in the medical field specifically. Now, it is very important, just like I said, to reduce the human to human interaction. That's why Omni and I are doing Future Talk Home Edition from the comfort and safety of our own home. And we are doing the show through a, a video conferencing app. Yes, indeed. And what's amazing about, you know, honey, using robots is that they don't get tired. They don't make mistakes. Well, sometimes they do, but very rarely. And they can be tamed. Exactly. And testing labs can operate around the clock. So that means that instead of waiting, let's say, I mean, we're lucky right here in the UAE. I think the waiting time for the results of your coronavirus tests is like at a maximum of 48 hours. But in other parts around the world, the US, the UK, testing times or the results for you to receive your results, the time can actually uh, be longer simply because there are so many tests that are being conducted and not enough uh, human power to process the results. And this is why robots are coming in handy. So let us know out of all the robots that we've discussed, if you need any reminder, you can always check us out on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud on Future Talk 95. But from all the robots that we've discussed, which one is your favorite? Which one is your favorite? I think, I think mine is uh, Violet because I like the name Violet and uh, Ultraviolet, ultraviolet rays are being used to disinfect uh, medical equipment and medical uh, rooms and hospitals uh, using ultraviolet rays. But we're going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about gaming, Omnia. And with one of your most, not 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 hated, but not, well, not one of your favorite applications. Not liked. 
not yes, liked. Indeed. Exactly. So make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse 95. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Quarantine has left many of us adopting new skills or reviving old hobbies. And this is exactly the case with you, Hani. You have picked up once again on gaming. And now I'm coming to you with a new application that might just make you put your consoles on hold for a bit. I'm offended, Omnia. I'm offended that you said picked it up (laughs) once again because I never put it down. But Omnia, my least favorite social media platform, Facebook, has launched a gaming app with 5 million downloads in literally hours. Now, a bit to take on Twitter. Twitch and YouTube, which are social uh, streaming platforms, sorry, where Twitch is kind of uh, mainly related to streaming gaming uh, uh, streamers. Mm -hmm. But YouTube also has jumped on that bandwagon as well. And a lot of gamers do stream on on YouTube, but a lot of people or Facebook now wants people to stream on their platform and has launched its own gaming app on the Google Play Store for Android. So iPhone users, you are not in luck. Now, the Facebook gaming app is free and will allow millions of users to watch and stream live games from their smartphones. But an iOS version will be will be released soon if Apple, which is currently promoting its own cloud-based gaming service, Arcade, gives its approval. Now, see, there is a point of conflict here, Omnia, because mm-hmm. Apple is creating their has created their Arcade and Facebook has their own gaming platform as well. This kind of comes in with Spotify and Apple Music. Now, by the way, I'm not going to give you a type of a fun fact. You mm. cannot uh, sus- subscribe to uh, to Spotify Music Premium through Apple iPhone. If you have an iPhone, no it way. won't let you. you have to, yeah, it won't let you. You have to actually go to uh, Spotify.com, put your credit card number, blah, 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 and subscribe there because Spotify, uh, sorry, Apple will take a percentage from that sale that Spotify oh, is making. And Spotify doesn't want that. Rivalry, but, oh, rivalry. <laughs> yes, indeed. So there is a point of conflict right here. And uh, the app does introduce a new Go Live feature, which will let users upload streams of other mobile games on the same device just by pressing a few buttons. But Oh, yeah. The good part here is that there will not be any ads in the beginning on the Facebook gaming app. Now, Facebook is currently relying on stars rating from viewers just like bits and Twitch. Now, what is that? I mean, that is like if I like your content, I'm going to give you a bit or a mm-hmm. star. That way, uh, kind of Facebook and Twitch, they do categorize which streamer is doing good or doing bad. Now, the company does have has actually been testing versions of the app in Latin America and Southeast Asia for the past 18 months, but they have been doing it in secrecy because obviously, I mean, I didn't know about it, but (laughs) you can use the platform to play some casual games with your friends and even chat functionality is also built in the app. Now, in the first quarter of 2020, Facebook's game streaming platform did receive almost 554 million hours of viewing time. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a lot of viewing time. Now, it is compared to 1.1 billion for YouTube and 3.1 billion for Twitch. Now, Twitch is the leading uh, gaming streaming platform, but talking about streaming and live uh, gameplay, Omnia is going to tell us all about what Instagram is doing with their IG Live. Yes, indeed. Now, it's interesting that you said you never really left gaming to come back to it because that's definitely not the case with Instagram Live. Um, The feature of live or going live on Instagram actually launched back in 2016 
but it did take a pandemic for the feature to really take off. So it increased at about 70%. So can you imagine 70% more people started going on live right when they started quarantining. Um, but the interesting part about it is that now Instagram is planning to make an upgrade. So they want to actually take all of their Instagram lives and now place them on their IGTV so that people can actually access all these lives even after the 24 hours end. Mm -hmm. So um, live videos, they typically expire after 24 hours and people have struggled to make them available after the filming ends. And although there's always been a way to save your content, most people haven't really uploaded it to IGTV or anywhere else. So now, they're going to be creating a new button that could make uploading to IGTV a much more appealing option, especially for all those influencers out there who are basically using their time in quarantine to create content for their viewers. So this is not only going to benefit the viewers who missed the live, but it's mm -hmm. also going to help Instagram build IGTV into a much more long form content competitor to YouTube. And it's funny to see how even social media platforms are uh, rivals against one another not just tech companies um but in order to do that it needs to race to the content. top omnia exactly yeah and now omnia i do kind of believe or i have a speculation on who kind of uh innovated or motivated this move from instagram now tori, tori lanes who is a canadian rapper hip-hop artist uh has been going live with something called quarantine radio now omnia Ooh. i myself <laughs> have spent a good two hours on Instagram Live just watching his content. And I'm not the only one because uh, Tory Lanez actually peaked around 400 to 500,000 live viewers at one point. And Instagram was going crazy because uh, I don't believe that Instagram was well, Instagram Live to that matter was made to have so much load on their live. Now, 500,000 yeah. viewers isn't, isn't a small number. No. I do believe they did peak uh the, the the world's record and he did have a lot of famous artists and rappers and actors on that quarantine radio show and that was very funny and a lot of people were actually complaining mm -hmm. uh that they want they didn't get to see it or they want to see exactly. it again exactly and, Many and this artists, is where igtv yeah. comes in Many artists have actually taken their concerts to Instagram Live. And uh, seeing that Instagram is taking this pandemic time to promote its IGTV is definitely an interesting move. But it's also a move that I think many viewers all around the world are going to appreciate. Um, just like you mentioned, you are watching Quarantine Radio and we're coming to you with Quarantine Radio. We're going to be returning tomorrow, 2 to 3 p.m. So make sure uh, you catch us again tomorrow. But if you've missed any of our shows, you can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud on Future Talk 95. But who should they keep listening to, honey? The Halftime Show with Omar Adore, so which is obviously the only place to be <laughs> at 3 so coming up, you're going to be getting the latest fitness, mental health, and what is happening in the sports world. All the updates are going to be given to you by Omar Duri. So keep Pulse95 locked, and we'll see you next time. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.